good. Yeah, I was is. trying to get a little tuned up. Y'all was all quiet. Good evening, St. Paul disciples. Good evening. This is Karen Archibald, and I am so happy to hear you all um, <laughs> singing your Christmas songs and <laughs> celebrating and um, having a good time. How's everyone doing this evening? Doing wonderful. Well, doing good. Thank you. How are you? I'm fine. Yes, Pastor has asked me to share this evening with you and um, your celebration preceding this time is a great segue into our devotional message for this evening. Mm -hmm. And so um, we're going to put you all on mute and... um, Tonight's uh, devotional message is entitled, It's Time for a Celebration. Today's devotional scripture comes from Exodus, the 13th chapter, where God gave Moses instructions on how to carry out the Feast of Unleavened Bread. While this is an Old Testament experience, I think it gives us some key ingredients that we should use in our celebrations, especially the Christian ones. Exodus 13, 3 through 8 reads, So Moses said to the people, This is a day to remember forever, the day you left Egypt, the place of your slavery. Today the Lord has brought you out by the power of his mighty hand. On this day in early spring in the month of Abib, You have been set free. You must celebrate this event in this month each year after the Lord brings you into the land of the Canaanites, the Hittites, the Amorites, the Hivites, and the Jebusites. He swore to your ancestors that he would give you this land, a land flowing with milk and honey. For seven days, the bread you eat must be made without yeast. Then on the seventh day, Celebrate a feast to the Lord. Eat bread without yeast during those seven days. In fact, there must be no yeast bread or any yeast at all found within the borders of your land during this time. On the seventh day, you must explain to your children, I am celebrating what the Lord did for me when I left Egypt. Why do people have celebrations? Normally people have celebrations to honor someone or something that is notable, special, and important to them. In this passage, Moses was given instructions by God on how to celebrate their deliverance from bondage in Egypt. Let's look at God's instructions to get a glimpse of what our celebration of his son our Savior might include. First of all, remember what you have come out of. What is your Egypt? For those of us who are saved, we were in bondage to sin, but Jesus sent his son to save us from that bondage. 
remember who brought you out. You know, we can't save ourselves. We can't earn our salvation. All the good works that we do would never get us into sin, into heaven because we still sin. Then we have to remember who got us out. It was God's mighty hand of deliverance through sending his son. You remember the song, What Can Wash Away My Sin? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. Then we have to celebrate his deliverance regularly, even after we get to our promised land. You know, it's easy to get caught up when everything's going well, stop going to church, stop going to Bible study, stop reading our Bibles, stop praying, stop um, ministering to others. But we have to celebrate him regularly and not let our promised land distract us from who and what and how we were delivered. And then finally, explain to your children what the Lord has done for you. This is not just a mere celebration of eating, drinking, and being merry. And the children that are being referred to, we don't have to limit it to our biological children. There are children all over the world, all in our families that may not be our biological children, but we are to spread the gospel message to whoever the Lord sends us to. So in our celebrations, as we prepare this week to celebrate our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, remember what, who, how, and celebrate him regularly and tell it. Go tell it on the mountain, over the hills, and everywhere that Jesus Christ, our Lord, is born. It's time for a celebration. Amen. 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 Family. The well and the family, family. family. Please keep the children in in prayer that they will be able to go back to school in a safe way. Yeah. Okay. Keep the um, Truesdale and the Rainy family in prayer. Yeah. Okay. We sent care for the little nine-year-old that was shot last week, and I noticed today on the news she is at home and doing well. 
Thank you, Lord. Oh, that's a blessing. Thank you, Lord. 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 Thank you, Thank you, Thank all the staff family. Thank you. Thank you. I want to make you all the Emily family. family. Okay. Um, we're going to put you back on mute and um, we're, we're going to um, have a word of prayer, but I want to make you aware that um, um, Disciple Gloria Rankin has made her transition today. Um, Disciple Lily Mae Clinkscales, the mother of uh, Brother Jerry Clinkscales, has made her transition today. And um, um, Mr. Edward Huntley, the brother of Disciple Deborah Allen, has made his transition. And so we want to lift each of your prayer requests and and these families who have had losses um, at this time. Let us pray. God, we thank you that you have given us a reason to celebrate. God, we thank you for delivering us from our bondage of sin through our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Lord, we thank you that we couldn't save ourselves, but you sent your only son to die on a cross for us. And, Lord, we thank you for giving us the the privilege and opportunity to remember the good things that you have done for us in saving us and keeping us. And, Lord, we ask that you help us to share this good news with our children and all of those that you send us to. And, Lord, we thank you that you've also given us the privilege to cast all our cares on you because we know you care for us. So, Lord, we lift up each of the prayer requests that were mentioned this evening, the families that were listed, uh, the individuals, um, the, the crime that's going on, people being shot and killed. And, Lord, you know what we need before we ask. Lord, we ask that you... Touch our city, our state, our nation, and our world. Touch our leaders, dear God, to um, lead as being led by you and not according to their selfish wishes, dear God. Lord, we um, lift up the bereaved families right now. Lord, we just ask that you have mercy, comfort them, um, give them strength as they mourn to uh, sell up celebrate the life of their loved ones and give them um, comfort, dear God. Lord, we um, thank you for our pastor. We ask that you be with him and his family. Lord, we lift up um, Dr. Drummond and Mrs. Drummond, dear God, and all of those who are leading us, dear God, Pastor Scott. And Lord, we just ask that you lead and guide according to your perfect will. Give Pastor what he needs in order to continue to lead us. And, Lord, we ask for a hedge of protection 
from this virus and any other hurt, harm, and danger that might come upon us. And, Lord, as we prepare to celebrate your birth on Friday, Lord, help us never to forget that you are the reason why we celebrate. It's not about anything or anybody else but you. And help us to show your love to others. And we thank you for being God in our lives. We thank you for each member of the St. Paul family, dear God. Lord, we thank you for loving us, for keeping us together, even when we can't physically be together. And, Lord, we ask that you dismiss us from this call, but never from your presence. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Merry Christmas, everyone. Merry Christmas for you all. Merry Christmas again. Be safe. Thank you. Take care. Thank you. Thank you.